What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news with a touch of what, Terrence? Good old humor. Good old humor, man. Yeah. It's the end of another week. Yeah. You're feeling festive or not? Of course, yeah, yeah. It's, it's that, that time of the year. A mm. lot of uh, parties. Um, there's a Christmas light up everywhere. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen the Christmas light up yet. Uh, the Ultra one at Road. Gardens by the Bay, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. the, uh, the one at Ultra Road, surprisingly, is, is nice as well. Yeah. Well, the one at MBS also, like in the mall. I thought, oh, yeah? hey, for a mall, uh, it's actually very nice. Oh, okay, okay. No, yeah, I haven't, yeah, I haven't nice. been to the MBS one in the evening. Mm. I think the evening is where it's at. Like. You got to yeah, compare yeah. in the evening. So the Ultra Road one, uh, you know, fun fact, there's a little fair kids fair thing going on outside Shaw Centre mm. uh, Shaw I mean Lido lah, whatever mm. and uh, because it's at the crossroads of Orchard Road so the lighting there is makes for really nice uh. photos uh. so a lot of I see a lot of photographers with tripods and everything like set up there and then there's a carousel going on. So there's a real festive mood going but on. But you don't there. get angry they obstructing the flow of traffic all. Uh has not disturbed me oh, not yet, the la. way that cyclists have disturbed me in the past. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. Just people on wheels on footpaths. Yes. Right, yeah. Yes. Always disturbing people. Always disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. But uh I mean this the first this first part of the episode, we also want to do something a little uh different. Mm. Because I have in front of me Spotify yeah. wrapped. Not as a listener, but mm. as a podcaster. Ah, oh, awesome. And fun fact, Terrence has not seen this yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think neither has Tristan as well. So I'm the only one with the info. Yeah. Because I wear, yeah, la, you, are, you are a bit more the stickler for this kind of numbers and all that, la, right? I wouldn't say, say a stickler. La. I mean, it's nice to know, Terrence. It's nice facts. <laughs> it's, it's not insult. Like, why it's no, so the way you said it, uh, I, sense, I sense some like, oh yeah, you always care about, you know, like rigidity and black and white and all the shit. Uh, then we don't do. Then we don't do. No, no, no. To be fair, uh, YouTube, I'm the, I'm probably oh, the yeah, one more in touch with the numbers. I'm the yeah. stickler. You see? Correct, correct. Uh, okay, call me a stickler. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> It's just that. It's just you're on which platform, which one you're more interested in. Yeah, but I do enjoy these kind of things because, I mean, it's just like, uh, like, you know, like you said before, when you're speaking in audio, like you're talking into a void almost. I mean, now we have a strong community, but some of these numbers are quite interesting. Sure. I said it once, so even I'm going to be like re-seeing it again. Mm -hmm. So it'd be surprising also for me. Yeah. So, so yeah, if yeah. you want to see my shocked reactions, yeah, yeah shocked reactions, just watch on YouTube, lah. You ah, yeah. know, I'll do my best to dramatize everything. <laughs> <laughs> so this one, yeah, is for podcasters. Mm. Uh, I mean, thankfully, we've had a lot of people send us screenshots of their own wrapped where they're like listeners of us, and a yeah. huge thank you to all of you. Mm. But this is uh, the stats as a podcaster, lah. So sure. let's go. Yeah. Okay, uh, twenty three. Okay, now there's all this like uh fanfare and stuff. I want the numbers. Give me the numbers. Mm. Okay, ready to take it from the top. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> the top episode was mm. episode 416. PAP's Tan Chuan Jin and Cheng Li Hui resign and allegations of improper conduct between WP's Leon Pereira and Nicole Xia surface. Boom. Oh, that's the top wait, episode. Top episode on Spotify? On Spotify. Oh, yeah. So these are just numbers for Spotify. Okay. Where I think about 60, 70% of our listeners come in. Surprising, eh? Why, yeah? Uh, I thought it'd be one of the interviews that we did with the presidential candidates. Yeah. That would be top, right? I think that one maybe YouTube. YouTube. YouTube by far, yeah, those by are far. the most viewed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, because I think people wanted to see them, like, you uh, know, see the it, reactions. Got it, got it. But this one, uh, I guess people, when they know it's just the two of us, yeah. and then they, they can just listen without having to watch the reactions. Yeah. yeah and then this one, this one probably is more popular. Oh, but the title is damn long, yeah. The other title of our podcast? As in this podcast especially. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. it's damn long. Okay, so yeah. it was streamed 826% more than your average episode. Holy shit. That's eight times more. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Eight times more. Shit, that's a lot. Yeah. Okay, wow. some other stats coming up. Okay, let's hear it for the new fans. Sure. Uh, okay, so guess what percentage of our listeners are new based on 2023? I would say 30%. 55%. 55, man. wow. Yeah, 55% of our listeners discovered us in 2023 wow. on Spotify. Wow. So that kind of like, wow, that almost sets a precedent where we need to think about those who started listening before 2023, before yeah, presidential yeah, yeah. elections. Those are the OG. The OG, yellow man. Butters, uh. The COVIDers. Co- the COVID, COVID, yeah, the COVID, COVID butters. yellow butters. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, can give them long service medals. <laughs> <laughs> Plastic ones. Please come and collect it from our office. <laughs> from a carnival. Yeah, carnival. Yeah, yeah. Just don't sell on Carousel. Yeah, yeah. Then the the episode that brought in the most number of listeners was uh, that one episode. Uh, new listeners. Mm, mm. Um, 
So the reason why it takes a while is because they have this whole interactive thing. Okay, so how does it feel to have gone global? Mm. Uh, because, okay, guess how many countries uh, our podcast was streamed in? Uh, 50? 51. 50, ah! Goddamn, I was 51. Close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Singapore is a top country, not naturally. Sure. And I assume it's probably Singaporeans outside of Singapore. So if you're listening outside of Singapore, a big shout out to you. And not, But not necessarily living outside of Singapore. Some people, I know for oh, a fact, yeah. people travel and they listen to our podcast on road trips. Oh, that's true. Which actually makes perfect sense. Our podcast is about an hour. Yeah, episode. Yeah. The guest episodes are an hour and a half. Yeah. Uh, it's great for, I mean, most drives like in the US or mm. other places, a lot of times, hour, hour and a half at least. Right? Even that person I met in South Korea, they said they were on a road trip from Jeju. Yeah. yeah. Or in Jeju. Yeah. And I know someone who was in uh, Tasmania driving and listening to our, our podcast. As well. Tasmania? Yeah. So that's how, that's how you get to 51. So we have the most new listeners from Singapore, naturally. Sure. Uh, but the, the four other countries in the top five is Malaysia, Australia, Brunei, and the Philippines. Oh, okay. All ah. around Southeast Asia, I guess. Ah, the most number of new listeners. Mm. Okay, what are the stats? Okay. So yeah, I mean, if 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 you are someone out there in a, in one of the non non you are in one of those countries that's not in that list of fifty one countries, you gotta this, do better. Yeah, you gotta stream us. <laughs> yeah. Get us like more than fifty one. Correct. Know? And okay, another thing, our top music genres for our listeners. La. So the people mean? who listen to us okay. on Spotify, what are the top genres that they listen to for uh-huh. music? Okay. So number one is pop. Can you guess so, number two or three? Classical. No. No. Two Jazz. more choices. No. Uh, I don't know. What, what's next? Mando pop and K-pop. Ah, okay. Mando yeah, yeah, pop yeah. higher than K-pop, no? Okay, I mean, I, I would count all of them all, all as pop as well, lah. Language regardless. Yeah, because K-pop now is not really... Yeah. I mean, not Korean speaking. You go on 97, right? they're playing Korean pop, K-pop as well, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So, so beyond so pop, there's no other... Nothing else. Eh? Those are the top three only. Oh, they only give the top three. Only give the top uh, three. Okay, fine. Oh, the most shared episode. Okay, so this is what the most shared Tan Kin Lian. Tan episode Kin Lian, four okay. to eight. That was the most shared on Spotify. Sure. Uh, but it wasn't the most listened to. Interesting. I guess because maybe when people are listening, they want to see the reactions... So then they go uh on YouTube. It's the the curte effect. Uh. Which is what? Look at this guy, look at this guy. Oh yeah. Check it out. Then people are like, oh, why do I want to go and listen to this? Yeah. That kind of thing, right? And I think a lot of people who maybe don't listen to podcasts yeah. still watch that episode because it's on YouTube. Sure, sure. Yeah. 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 No, I think Tank Indian one, I think uh there were people who said that yeah, it's like watching a car crash like that. Mm. Like in slow motion, right? in slow motion. motion. Yeah, yeah. You you can't help but be drawn to it, but at the same time, you really don't want to watch it. Yeah, know, exactly. Kind of yeah, exactly. And I mean, right now we've got, I think, almost more than a thousand one hundred ratings on Spotify. Our rating is still at a four point eight out nice. of five. Nice, nice. So everyone who's rated, big thank you as well. Yeah. Uh. Okay. They got talking. Wow. The Spotify. They really. Blah 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 blah. Pop quiz. Okay. So yeah, I think those were the. Uh. Headlining. Those, yeah, those were the main headliner thing. I mean, they also have like um the you know Spotify now. There's an automatic Q and A at the end of the episode. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the ones that got the most uh engagement mm. was uh episode four one nine. Shamugam and Balakrishnan uh could sue Lee Sien Yang for defamation and Taman launches campaign for presidency. Mm. Uh yeah. So so that's that was the episode that got the most interaction on Spotify mm. Yeah. Because, I mean, we haven't really used that poll feature on Spotify, that yeah. Q&A. Yeah, we don't. Right. Um, okay. but, but that's the interesting thing like, where Spotify is at. Like, it's, it really still feels very much like a black box, like, right? Mm. And when we, as podcasters, you know, we upload stuff there. I mean, we upload stuff and then it goes on to Spotify and all that. Mm. Uh, but yeah, there, there's very little... I think there's still only scratching the surface of audience engagement, audience interaction. Yeah. And, and letting podcasters have more feedback about what exactly people enjoyed about your show and all that. Yeah, right? which is the thing missing like, because YouTube, the commenting is there. Yeah. That's why our subreddit started also. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, I mean, Spotify, I mean, and and some other, uh, yeah, so I mean, I, I can see more of that coming and this Q&A thing, yeah, like, it's, it's sometimes fun. Like. It's and, fun, yeah, but yeah. it's just, it's such an afterthought. Yeah. It's correct. very hard. Like, and yeah. if you're listening to your podcast, you're, you're likely not going to be on your phone also. Yeah, exactly. Right? Uh, but some other stats, uh, our listenership grew 16% this year on Spotify. Mm. So this is just on Spotify, like, not other platforms. 24% in terms of number of streams. 28% in terms of number of followers. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah, man. So yeah, people have been you know, following our instructions to 
like and follow, follow this podcast and, share. and uh, share it with at least one person, right? Yeah, yeah. And also, okay, this one is quite interesting. Like we are a top ten podcast. Guess, guess how many people we are a top ten podcast for? People. Yeah, how many listeners? Uh, I don't know, like thousand. 9,900. 9,900. Yeah. But at the same time, I know that you don't have to listen to a lot to be within the top like uh, 30% of our listeners. Mm. If you listen, I think like 200 or 300 minutes, you're already somewhere in the top 30. Oh, is it? Yeah. We're not like Taylor Swift. We're not. not, not Taylor Swift to be 1%, I think you need to listen to her like four hours a day. Yeah. yeah. And I think there's one MP or something who listens to Edwin Tong. Edwin Tong. Yes, yes. He listens to her every day. So... So yeah, so that was a... I mean, that's that's basically it. Oh, so another thing, the number one podcast for how many fans? Take a guess. Number one. Number one. Oh, 9,000. I would say 500? 3,000. 3,000, wow. Holy nice. ma. Number 3, one for 3,000. To all those of you who are number one, a big thank you. Yeah. To all those who are not, you have to do better. Yeah. Okay? Do yeah. better. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, in all honesty, you know, that's... That's it, man. Spotify rap. Yeah, Spotify rap for podcasters. Yeah. I mean, as far as I know, there's also a Reddit wrapped for oh, yeah, some yeah, Reddit. Correct, correct, correct. We haven't gone through the, the numbers on that, but we'll take a look and see if it's worth sharing, like, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's always nice to take stock like, at the end of the year like, and, and just hear these yeah. numbers that honestly, uh, it's a bit like when someone tells you how big the the universe is or what. You you can't, your you brain can't really yeah, fathom yeah, correct, it right? correct, unless yeah. you see like, like hard numbers or comparisons and all that. So yeah, hearing some of these numbers is quite yeah, interesting. Quite, yeah, quite interesting. And yeah, thanks to everyone for listening, man. Yeah. Who yeah. knows, when we started this three years ago, it was just two of us and maybe like a handful of people. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Sweet, man. So Sweet. on to a better and bigger 2024. Yeah. And uh, But if you want to work with us as well, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Uh, do email us at contactministryoffunny.com. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we, we, I mean, even these details, we can share with more people. So. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, the work is not done. Of course, don't think that now you don't need to share the podcast or follow yeah. us or hit subscribe because you need to. Because yeah. we, we just want to keep growing. Sure. Sweet. Okay, cool. Shall we jump right into the first yes. topic that we were we like briefly alluded to? The earlier. first topic. Yeah. And it is uh, the news uh of that follows a report by the active mobility advisory panel mm-hmm. known as AMAP. Yeah. Um so they submitted a, a proposal to uh Ministry of Transport Transport and Mobility about mm. the how you say some recommendations for mobility scooters and personal mobility aids uh on footpaths. So so basically there's a bunch of recommendations and this is off the bat I think there were a few focus groups this year. Mm. There was an announcement last year that they were going to do this and now they have done recommendations. So it's not confirmed yet, but some interesting recommendations. Yeah. 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 And I mean, off the bat, right, did you even know what the hell is the difference between PMA, PAB, PMD? Uh, no, I think that's why it's quite interesting to to really dive into this and read this a bit more because I think PMDs is what is what people are most familiar with, uh, right? Yeah. And those were the e-scooters and all that that got, mm. got banned uh, a couple of years back, uh, right? Mm. Uh, but now PMAs, I think are specifically, the A stands for aid. Uh, mm. So it's really meant to be something to help people who have mobility issues, uh, right? Yeah, correct, correct. So I think even in the articles that you're reading, you, will, you won't hear PMDs, you'll hear PMAs. Uh, and in, in yeah. this paper as well, that the proposal that they submitted to the Ministry of Transport is A's. Uh, so it's really... Yeah, you you definitely see less like e-scooters everywhere, right? You still see yeah. a couple here and there. But uh yeah, like like what they are saying in the report here is that you will see a lot more PMAs. That means like those those mobility uh scooters that you generally see old people using to mm. get around the market and things like that. Because even that is confusing because yeah. there's mobility scooters and there's electric scooters, both of which are categorized differently. Mm. So basically if you go to the MOT website, there are four main categories. One is Bicycles, mm. power-assisted bicycles, yeah. known as PABs, yeah. uh, motorized and non-motorized personal mobility devices, PMDs, which are kick scooters. So even non-motorized kick scooters, mm. electric scooters, hoverboards, unicycles, and all that. And PMAs, la, which is yeah. wheelchairs, motorized wheelchairs or mobility scooters yeah. that are designed to carry an individual who has difficulty walking. Mm. So bicycles, PABs, PAMADs, and PAMAs. <laughs> yeah. It gets yeah. a bit confusing. Yeah, it does get a bit confusing. So, 
So this recommendation essentially there are, there are a handful of recommendations mm. summarized. Basically, you be certified to have difficulty walking or medical needs. Mm. You ride at a reduced speed limit of mm. 6 km per hour as opposed to 10 km. Mm. And you follow the device dimensions, la, the yep. recommended. Yep. Uh, and then also uh, recommendations for the government to step up education and to not mandate the registration of PMAs. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what, what, have, what have your feelings towards PMAs been over the past few months? Uh, I mean, they, I think they serve very important use case for older folks or mm. you know people with mobility issues. Mm. Uh, but the truth is, I've seen, I think I've seen a lot of abuse cases of of these devices, uh, mm. and most glaringly is when you see like um, families, you know, entire families sitting on the, one of these devices, mm. like three or four people on one of these devices and just scooting along on footpaths and all that. Uh. Yeah. And, uh, you know, regardless of whether one, one of these family members are really need to use a personal mobility mm. aid, right? Uh, there shouldn't be three or four of them, people sitting on them. Uh. Mm. It's kind of, I mean, it's a huge danger. The kids not wearing helmets and things like that. Yeah. So I always shudder every time I see that kind of thing. Uh. Uh, yeah. How about you? Have, you? have you experienced anything negative with these people? I feel it brings out the asshole side of me. Oh, is it? Yeah. How so? Because, okay, so I my main forms of public transport are MRT and bus, mm. right? And I take it quite often. Um, so, like, it's great that there are designated areas for people with uh, PMAs or wheelchairs, you know, both in buses and MRTs. Yeah. And, you know, got lifts and, like, even the bus captain will come down and help. But so many times, right, I look at someone and I start trying to think whether they are disabled or not. Mm. Then I start, like, fucking just thinking, okay, this guy's sitting cross-legged watching on his phone. He has a backpack at the back hanging off himself mm. uh, and he's alone. How is he going to reach the backpack if he's not uh, uh, able? Wait, wait, but he's on a PMA. PMA, yeah. And he he's on the bus or? On the bus or on an oh, MRT okay, also. Okay, okay. So so then that's why I feel like I'm an, I'm an asshole because you never know what people are going through, right? Yeah. Just reading, you know, there are people with arthritis, you know, renal failure, yeah. cardiopulmonary uh, yeah. issues. But then I start judging them. Yeah. Yeah. And but, why, why, but why are you judging them? Oh, because sometimes on the bus, yeah, Okay, la, so it's the first full problem. Uh, okay, la, yeah, okay? Yeah, yeah. Stops at the bus stop, uh-huh. right? And let's say I'm in a rush. Uh, it'll take a couple more minutes. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I see, I see. Because the bus captain also for them, and I'm not like feeling anything on behalf of them, but I can imagine you have to stop, you have to walk around, uh, put the ramp on and uh-huh. let someone come on, yeah, yeah, which yeah. I think is great. But then when you see someone come on, where you're like, hmm, really? Yeah? Uh. Then I feel like, eh, Get your act together. La. So that's why I feel yeah, like an yeah, asshole. Yeah. Even on the MRT also. Yeah. Sometimes you have to clear out from the area because people sure. do stand in that designated area, right? Yep, yep. And you clear and someone comes in and you look like... So yeah. La. So you're basically, you feel like an asshole because uh, very often you end up judging whether the yep. person deserves to use yep. a personal ability. Yep, I do. <laughs> <laughs> because you are making assumptions that maybe they don't, uh, right? Exactly. Just based on how they look. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because it's like... Yeah, like... I mean, some some of them like there. There's even evidence. There was one video of a person at Topayo Bus Interchange, I think, mm, yeah. that crashed into the glass mm. and it burst, right? And yeah. she fled the scene. If you look at the video, she crashes and then she gets up, yeah. picks up the basket and pushes her PMA away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So then it feels like ah oh, shit. Uh, then you start judging. Yeah, yeah. So those are the those are the really egregious abuse cases. Yeah, people who don't need PMAs and, and using them, Right. Yeah. But I mean, um. But I, I do think it's a bit of an asshole of you to like judge people. Yeah, there, yeah. Like I won't that, deny it. I won't <laughs> deny it. I judge. Uh, and sometimes I, and then I have this internal dialogue in my head. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. don't judge. Okay, you never know. You never know. Have then like, then I'm like looking at them and like, really, man? So then it occupies my brain space also. Then mm. I try and shut it off. Then I walk out of the MRT or bus feeling like an asshole. So do you, do you, uh, I mean, just as a, as a parallel, do you judge when like, let's say, you know, a kid Mm. in a stroller you know same thing needs to get on a bus and everything and needs you know the mum needs help and blah 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 oh that one fine that one but fine. it's a big kid he's not a small kid then you fuck like, off <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah yeah so there's a difference there right there's a uh, it's a big kid who obviously can walk himself but for whatever reasons the parents decide to put him in a stroller and all that I think now I'm still okay you're still okay uh, how about what's the difference because if it's a single parent with a kid in a stroller yeah 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 like it's, it's like you. It's not the easiest thing, also lah. Sure. So that one, I'm still okay. La. Uh. But you're saying they put down the ramp yeah. for 
Yeah. Or they need help from the bus I, driver. I think I'm okay because it doesn't happen often. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I think that's the PMDs, crux of... PMAs happen enough. That... More and more often. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. more and more often. So, and I think that is the crux of this thing because then you are kind of, first of all, like trivializing uh, people who actually need it, mm-hmm. who really uh, are not able to move without it, like who might yeah. have, you know, amputated limbs or something. Because there is also a finite space on every bus, right? Yeah. I don't think a bus can take two PMAs at any point mm-hmm. in time. So if there is that scarcity there, then if the more people using PMAs, I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. Lah. So, I mean, uh, but there's also cases of people who use PMAs who not necessarily they are missing a limb or something, like, right? No, then they have real issues, like, right? No, they are, like, like they have breathing difficulties. Yeah, I know. Walking, even like a short distance. Yeah. So makes them breathless for various reasons. Uh. Yeah. And that's why they use PMAs, you see? Yeah, yeah. So it's not that they, they're tired or they're like strained or that. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, no, I want to say, uh, a bit of an I'm asshole. A, I'm an asshole, yeah. For that, uh, but, yeah. okay, so the thing is, it's all in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're telling me you never judge? Uh, I would say I'm a bit more compassionate uh, to. <laughs> as in, I always, I've always think like at the end of the day, you never really know what's going on in someone's head or someone's life and all that. But you're telling me yeah. you go from no judgment to that. Uh. I, w- I, I would like to think I end up there. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's a maze in between. Uh, like, hey, what is one cannot? Then I end up, okay, do you know, Harish, you never know what people are going through. Yeah. You must be more compassionate. But for you, it's a very straight line. Uh. For me, I, I err on the side of, of uh, compassion first. Uh. Not on the side of efficiency <laughs> or hustle and getting from point A to point B. The Which is also not uh, something that I uh, uh, on, uh, air, air on uh, yeah. by default. But yeah, I won't deny that. Sometimes I feel, I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, isn't that the... Isn't that... Like, like okay, so if someone was on a wheelchair, motorized mm. wheelchair versus a PMA, mm. would you have less of an issue? Because a wheelchair is very obviously... It's much more like, okay, this guy needs help. That's why he's on a wheelchair. Yeah, right? yeah. Like people don't, you don't see like families of three or four people sitting on a wheelchair together and moving on. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, I think so. I think wheelchairs are much more like universally seen as like, okay, this person needs help. Right? Yeah, exactly. Whereas a PMA, you, 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 there's still a bit of a gray area between like, does this person really need help or not, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I think, wheelchair, okay, okay. And I think PMA is a lot, a lot of them come with horns. Mm. Have you kind of honked yes, by a yes, PMA? Yes, I've been honed, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've been honed also. Also, the sometimes lift door opens and then the person there has a, is in a PMA. Yeah. And yeah, like, I will admit sometimes like, you look at the person and you're like, huh? You need to be a PMA. Yeah, then exactly. They, they just like, sort of just like, not even saying excuse me, they just like just drive in, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas I feel like a wheelchair and all that, there's almost like a, oh, okay, let me help you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's something that, that pulls you towards, like, okay, let me help you push your wheelchair. Yeah. Oh, it's motorized. Okay, fine, just come in, you know? Yeah. yeah. But PMA is like, there's no handles or anything to ask people for help, like, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it, it's like, whoa, you know, you're sort of like, you, you're just sort of like, Invading my space with your and because someone can be big, big, yeah, you know, big, 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 yeah. So in my defense, to not make it seem like (laughs) I'm an asshole, like I think I take public transport quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. definitely more than that. Over time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So Terence, anyone listening, okay, there is it's not the the it's almost like repetition uh, feeds into that like that irritation. Transport privilege, I have. Yeah, transport privilege, correct, correct. But I mean, that's why over here they say that yeah, they. All these things don't apply to wheelchair users, mm. motorized wheelchair users, which I think is it's it's right now, right? Because yeah. I think wheelchairs are a very different thing from a PMA. But la. Can you like eyeball tell the difference between motorized wheelchair and a PMA? I mean wheelchair you sort of sit in it like how we are sitting in like a chair. Like, like no steering wheel kind of thing. La. The it's a little knob you know. So that one is immediately I, I see I'm like, okay, this usually I mean, it must be serious, la, right? You know, yeah. It's not it's not like anything like but the PMAs yeah I mean you see a lot of you see a whole uh, a very diversity of uh, demographics uh, right using PMAs yeah, that's yeah. the thing that I uh, you know, I, I think like make people look twice yeah. think twice about it uh. and I think it's like it sh- also shouldn't be like misconstrued as as like the population or like even me like, not wanting there to be more accessibility mm. because Singapore is aging right yeah like there's gonna be more people who will need PMAs yeah Right, I mean, even my mom, like, does she walk the same way she does now than she did ten years ago? No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, but then, 
if there's finite spaces on footpaths in public transport and all, then there needs to be some some curbing. Right? Right, right. And the report actually is quite extensive. Like, mm, mm. M- managed to find it on the LTA website. It's like yeah. quite a number of pages, 26 pages. Yep. And they also talk about regulations uh, in other countries. Because, mm. you know, it's always easy. Yeah, Singapore is, you know. So in the UK, there are PMAs which are used in paths mm. uh, and are not required to be registered. They have a 6.4 km per hour speed limit. Yeah. And there's a maximum weight. La. In Spain, um, certain parts of Spain, they are required to show a disability badge or proof of walking disability, disability mm. difficulty or be above 55 years. Sure. And there's a four-kilometer speed limit. Mm. In Queensland, Australia, registration is required. Uh, they, there must be an electric motor and there is a max speed of 10 km. Mm. And Australia, at a national level, uh, they even though Queensland there's registration is required national level Australia no lah which is what I think the panel is proposing in Singapore so yeah. do not require registration yeah because I think uh yeah registration will be a, a lot of uh paperwork and hard lah hard yeah, for yeah. people hard to enforce as well right mm. yeah and the people who really need it is going to be difficult it's going to be troublesome yeah. but like the one in like uh, Queensland Australia the max is 10 km but because they require registration mm. I guess that's the thing like if you want to be able to move because four kilometers per hour is actually not that fast, but six is pretty. It's pretty fast, though, right? Pretty fast, lah. I would say. What well, what speed do you think you you walk at usually? Actually, maybe four to five, lah. Yeah, I definitely not six, lah. I'm yeah. definitely not a six km per hour kind of. Person. It depends, lah. <laughs> if I'm rushing, oh, okay, then okay, it's okay, a six. Yeah, then yeah. I no, you are you are a fast walker. I think, fast I, think walker. I, I, I always am like struggling to catch up. Not say struggling. Mm. I don't want to catch up with you because like. I don't want to feel so anxious. You see, you see, so you're you just being stubborn. <laughs> what do you mean you don't want to catch up? No, as in, like, why if, rush so fast? Yeah, is it? if it's a lunch break, you know, I'm not rushing. No, lunch like, break, yeah, I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay. No, but what I'm talking about is when you walk <laughs> to and from lunch, is, oh, yeah, your yeah, pace yeah. is generally a lot faster than, not yeah, just me, I think I'm more, more people. Yeah, so, I think yeah, so, yeah, yeah, I right? Think so, yeah. And there's this like urgency to get somewhere and just like get, join the shortest queue. Wow, so long queue, I cannot queue and yeah, even yeah, the queue like moves queuing. faster. Every time like it's illogical. Cause like usually when we order food, we end up even if I join the longer queue, because the one place I go moves fast, yeah. right? Yeah, then we usually and end you up eat fucking fast. Time. I eat fucking fast. Uh, you the eat time that you <laughs> you finish one quarter of your plate, I'm like, hey, you want a drink? I'm done with my food already. <laughs> so I make up for it otherwise. That's why I like don't you walk so fast, like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, Can so, you imagine yeah. if I queue up plus I eat at the pace that I eat? Mm. And I walk at the pace that you walk generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, if I eat lunch long, I'll be two hours long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah. La, you make up for it. In I make up for ways, it. Yeah, yeah, I make yeah. up for it. In slow eater, ways. fast walker. Yeah. <laughs> You're a slow walker. <laughs> slow walker, fast, fast eater. <laughs> so, about the, the same. Like, it all, about the same. It all adds up. Like, yeah, it all yeah, adds yeah. up. But, uh, uh, but, yeah, even 6 km per hour is, is, is still yeah, pretty. Not, it's not slow. La, yeah, it's not slow. Uh, I, I can still imagine people who are lazy to walk would still want to use PMAs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I think, I, I, I like the rationale. They say it's meant to replace walking for people who cannot walk. Yes. If you can yeah. go 10 km per hour, it's almost like an alternative transport yeah. uh, for, mode, like, right? You can go and fight with Soryong already. And, uh, you know. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> so then there's another thing that this doesn't cover is the use of PMAs inside malls. Ah, uh, Yes. Yes. Yeah, which I don't think there's any, this recommendation doesn't cover. Mm. But it has also been a debate. Uh, on one hand, yeah, I don't think you should not allow it. Yeah. Because if it's meant to be giving people the, who can't walk the ability to walk, then you can't just say, hey, malls, you cannot. Like, you yeah. wait outside, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then 6 km per hour inside a mall is yeah. fast. It's right? fast, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you think, um, that how, how do you think Singapore over the years has uh, gotten in terms of this uh, ex- disability access la, basically mm. like access for disabled people and all that how do you think Singapore has fed I think actually can see changes la, mm. right? but I, I don't know like like uh, people who actually uh, require more accessibility might feel differently mm. but to just the lay person I, mean, I feel it has for you uh, yeah I mean because I think for our work and all that yeah. sometimes I carry like roller bags a bit more la, mm. even on public transport and all and a lot of the newer stations, I find like, oh, it's actually not difficult. La. It's mm. much easily, more easily accessible to roll a bag, mm. take a lift and everything yeah. compared to uh, like the older stations, I find. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in some sense, I think the, the design layouts of public spaces have taken into consideration uh, all these things a lot more. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So uh, I'm not saying that it's good by any measure because I, I know it's that changed, are, you know some people have still complained about the accessibility options in Singapore. Mm. But uh, well, you know we are we are getting better and, and and a bit more inclusive as a society. Yeah, yeah. And and I mean I think like this sort of things like the AMAP is the same panel that also recommended the ban of PMDs and all that. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean there has been a drastic decrease in number of accidents. I think of PMDs yeah. on footpaths. Yeah. Whereas PMAs, I think just like a few months ago, there was an elderly person who passed away after an accident uh, with a motorcyclist on the road. Yeah. Which was a damn sad case, like, and is on the road. Yeah. Um, on footpaths, I don't know, like, you see the incident of, uh, there was another one at SGH where the person banged into a glass. Yes, yeah. Uh, then the one at uh, Topayo Interchange. So it feels like, okay, like, the PMD was a big debate. Mm. Now is another thing. And, Apparently, you can also see some delivery people on PMAs. PMAs yeah, yeah. Which, uh, you're like, then you're spoiling market for the people who need it. Uh, I mean, they're just caveat that mm. I have seen delivery riders who are disabled, disabled yeah, and yeah. they are using it. Like, yeah, yeah. So, so they would then, fall- uh, Harish, I mean, I just try to backtrack Harish's blanket statement. My statement it still holds true for okay. the people who need it. Yeah, like, yeah, there are, I'm saying there are delivery. So that's why I say you spoil market it. for the people who need it. You don't try and twist <laughs> oh, okay, my words. Okay, okay, okay. I was basically talking about that subset with you on your moral high horse kind no, of no, content. No, just out, making right? sure people don't take your words out of context. It's okay, Terrence. Oh, it's you, okay. You know. it's um, okay but yeah, the other thing is also the, I think... In more recent years, we've seen a lot more cases of uh, fires mm. breaking out when people are charging their personal mobility aids at, in like at home and all that. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, because they have big batteries usually, and, mm. and sometimes if these batteries are not uh, packed properly or, or not charged properly, mm. it can become real fire hazards that burn down like flats and everything. Right? Yeah, man. Yeah, actually, yeah, there have been quite a lot of fires. Uh. Mm, so it's it's and it, when there's a fire in a place, it's, remember it's not just a place on fire that that. Suffers like, as mm. everyone living around it, so it becomes a hazard for everyone. Yeah, the the one group that is going to be impacted are the retailers, lah. Why? Uh, because other people sell these. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, just from some interviews you see in the videos, they have a lot of stock, lah. Yeah, and I think they will need to sell devices that have been like uh speed limited. Yeah, and not just through something where you can uh, up the speed on your own, lah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. As much as it's like easy to be like, hey, you know, this business, sorry, like business climate change. Mm. There's a bit of like, oh shit, like if you have that much inventory for things that are physical, which doesn't come that cheap. Right? Yeah. I think they retail for between one to three K. That is what I found online. So I think there was one that said it might take up to four months to clear the inventory. Yeah. So hope there can be some bridging time like, for for the regulations to kick in. Like. Mm. Yeah. Do you miss those days of, of people being able to use PMDs and Everything. No, because I never had I never had to use it. Mm. So I don't miss it. Yeah. But I also know there are people who really can benefit from it. Yeah. I, I I had very romantic notions about like the you know the whole last mile thing. Like mm. being able to use a PMD, then get oh, to the, the train and after you take a train, after you use it again. I think even like because I did buy one of those uh those Unicycle Xiaomi, thing. Yeah, no, no, yeah, the one that you stand on and then you just lean forward and, and all that. And I think I believe my wife did try using it once to get to work la, via the, the the park connector and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, and it was cool. La. I mean, it was like another way of engaging with the world. Uh-huh. It's like it's almost like the feeling of like when you first try scuba diving, suddenly you see, hey, there's this whole other uh-huh. world, you know? Uh-huh. Then now, oh, there's a way to like actually travel that is not walking, that is not taking a vehicle, that is not uh, stepping on a bus. Mm. You are driving yourself, but in a more controlled manner on the road. Like. But that one still can, what? Because it's park connector. Right? Correct, correct. But the problem is from park connector oh, to your office, park, oh, yeah. then you are you are doing something illegal already. Like. Oh, that's true. So I was one of those people who basically, I bought this device, you know, I don't know what, I spent $600, $700. And uh, yeah, a few years later, I had to bring it to join a line of people at this, uh, like who were just surrendering their devices. Like, and just, then do you get anything at all in return? Uh, I can't remember. You just exactly. surrender it, uh? Pretty much, uh, it's just disposal because... Uh, oh, it's electronic and all. It's electronic and then they knew that a lot of people are not going to be able to use it anymore. So they just, they created this. I think they got a business to go around oh. Singapore and then at certain points of the day or certain dates, you can go and surrender. And just, don't say surrender, uh, just dispose of your device. Uh. Mm. It was quite sad. Uh, I saw those people in the line, they're all like, uh, so sad, <laughs> you know, getting rid of that thing. But no choice. Uh, I mean, 
you don't want this white elephant sitting around. Then so. they just resell it to countries where got no reg- regulation. Maybe. Yeah, actually, I that's a good so. point. Yeah, maybe that's uh. you just export it. Lah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But that was, yeah, those were interesting days. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. That will never come back, unfortunately. But this PMAs thing, I mean, I mean, yeah, because there are going to be a lot more people who need PMAs. Yeah. And yeah, see how it goes. It's still not confirmed. Yeah. This was a proposal. It's a proposal. Was and then I think they've given a timeline that it'll say it'll take a few months for the government yeah, to review yeah. it, lah, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh so I mean that's talking about PMAs, but uh on uh kind of a related note, since we're talking about we were talking about people trying to dispose of white elephants and all that. Mm. <laughs> this is also a discussion about a bunch of people who are trying to get rid of something that, you know. They, I think maybe people think that they should be coveting rather than trying to get rid of it. Yeah. But they did it in a very uh, Singaporean fashion. Yeah. What is this thing that they were getting rid of? So apparently, as opposed as of like a few days ago, uh, some recipients of the COVID-19 resilient medals, mm. uh, resilience medals, which was given out in May this year, yeah. uh, started listing them on Carousel mm. uh, and mm. selling them. Yeah. Uh, from prices ranging from 500 to a million. <laughs> so, on December 13th, uh, Mothership, uh, I think this this broke, I don't know, via social, oh, on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, someone who goes by the Your Honours Healthcare Worker or something yeah. posted a screenshot, um, The Honours Healthcare Worker, mm. who said, you know, some individuals have put up their medals for sale for whatever yeah. reasons they may have for doing so. They are certainly free um, to do as they wish, but a few of us, because this person works in healthcare, were really disappointed. Mm. So Mothership reported that as of 4.15pm on 13th December, there were at least five listings. Yeah. But by 5pm, they were no longer available because apparently the Prime Minister's office, yep. uh, <laughs> they, people were reporting to them and I guess maybe they stepped in. Yeah, yeah. So... On my cursory search on Carousel, even half an hour ago, someone posted uh, COVID-19 resilience medal for $1. For $1. But in the description, they say, for those of you willing to give away and think that's not going to make you any better, there are people out there who deserve it better. I will give mine to those who fought the pandemic, wore PPE whole day, treating patients' operations and you know, blah, blah, blah. So I, I think there, there's uh, some people who are angry about this whole mm. like selling COVID medals thing la, that they that they're shit posting on, on Carousel about these things. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, there's so many questions, man, with this. Yeah. But like, what were some of the things that came to your mind when you first saw this? Eh? Um, I was like, that, that I'm quite shocked that there's 110,000 yeah. of these medals out there, right? That were given out, yeah. They were given out, like, 110,000. That's uh, a lot of medals, right? Mm. So, um, but apparently, it's still not fulfilling the, you know, the demand in the sense that there are people who worked on the front lines who are saying that they didn't get the medals, like, mm. they didn't get recognized. Like. So it's like, maybe we need more than 110,000, like, like yeah. 200,000 or something, man. And I mean, if you want to see the entire breakdown of the recipient list, there is yeah. actually a PDF document outside yeah. and yeah. the PMO office, which is 1,200 pages long. Wow. That lists down the name of every recipient. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, it's like, and they were given out by, at a, I think you had to self-collect at a, like a carnival. The F1 race pit. Oh, yeah, yeah, F1 yeah, race pit. Yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so, I mean, okay, so that was one thing for you that there were so many, is it? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, quite, quite surprised. Because yeah. I, I knew that there were awards being presented to like, you know, uh, people from the SAF, from the from MOH and everything. Uh, but but I didn't know there was like a general like resilience medal that was given to 110,000. Yeah, because yeah. I think there was news that there were bonuses that were paid out, you know, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But this one, I mean, I guess, I guess for me, yeah, I did have that question or like that realization, oh shit, like 110,000. But my next thing was like, uh, would people actually buy this? Yeah, on Carousel, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, certain websites also, I think one of the alternative websites, they're a bit misleading with their title. Like they said, have been uh, sold online for $500 to, dollars to a million. Yeah, it's yeah. not sold, it's just listed. listed. Yeah, it's just listed. So, but do you know how you feel this is like disrespectful? No? Are you uh, pissed off or not, Terrence? I mean, you know, like just alluding to that honest healthcare worker account, you go on the account, then they, that one post that they have about this mm. issue, a lot of the comments are like, what is the point of this medal? Like, why not just like solve the pressing issues that healthcare workers actually face, like low pay, long working hours and things like that. 
uh, this medal doesn't mean squat for anyone. And even if you gave someone a medal already, it's free for them to decide what they want to do with it, right? Mm. So I'm seeing a lot of that response uh, in particular like, to to this uh, Instagram post. Mm. Um, and in, to some extent, it's true, right? It's, it's if you gave someone a medal, yeah, uh, it's their prerogative what they want to do with it as well, right? Mm. You know, And uh, just because they're selling it doesn't necessarily mean that is because they're greedy or what? Maybe it's it's really meant to for something like feeding the family or or, or even giving to charity. I mean, okay, that's just maybe a bit of a stretch. Mm. But yeah, it's their prerogative what they want to do with it, and people value these things differently as well, right? Yeah. So actually, what's the big fuss? Yeah. So that's why I mean, like, okay, so the Instagram, uh, the honest health worker, I mean the bio, an honest healthcare worker trying to make an honest living. Yeah. Hard truths to keep the Singapore healthcare worker going. I mean, yeah, the same, similar thoughts. Okay, so in a sense, I can still see some value in giving this out. Mm. But then, is it just because there are 110,000 of it that makes it feel less special? Mm. Mm. Uh, so that's one thing. And then the second thing is, there will always be people who do things that you disagree with. Mm. If there are only five or six listings yeah. out of 110,000 people who yeah. received it, that's a fucking low percentage of people who are doing stupid shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that's where I feel like um, I can imagine now people are thinking, oh shit, there's a market for this kind of stuff. Uh. What have I received from army <laughs> and shit too? Because last time there was a case of like a bayonet or like the sword of honor mm. uh, kind of being sold, like the OCS yeah. sword and all. I think so, yeah. Yeah, which I think that one is illegal because it's a military thing. Mm. So this one, I just felt like, hmm. yeah, I also was like, uh, I don't know, people do weird stuff. Yeah. By doing this, aren't you just bringing more? Yeah, I, I don't know. But but at the same time, there are, uh, if you go back to the same Instagram account on a self-care worker and they, they put us some stories like, in response to the response to that uh, post. Uh, uh. That where basically they got a lot of messages and DMs from healthcare workers who worked on the front lines but maybe were not part of the eligible period, for example. Like they uh. quit healthcare right before uh, right before the end of COVID, before it went endemic and everything. And they're not on the list. Mm. And they're very upset. They're like, I wish I had that medal and I wish my efforts were recognized and all that. And more mm. than one more than one story, yeah. several of them. So there's a lot of people who did not get recognized that that, that would want the medal. And they are saying, yeah, it's it's terrible that these people are selling the medal. But at the same time, then to me it's 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 more the system, right? Mm. That the system did not capture these people and recognize them. And whether you gave them a medal or not, I think the bigger thing is that their names are not on that thousand page PDF. Mm. I think that's actually to me I mean I I didn't have anything to do with all that that la, but I would say that's more important la, right that your name is recorded in history on a PDF on on MOH's website or whatever mm. that you were uh, you contributed to the fight la, rather than the physical medal itself like I, I I think the medal again even the way it's distributed and all it's not like the president comes to your house and mm. shakes your hand and gives it to you right then mm. you got a photo opportunity it's literally you go and collect it from a, uh, like you have to carnival, physically yeah. go to a carnival and collect it and everything, like, right? Mm. Uh, not, not saying that people uh, don't value it because of that, but what I'm saying is that I think it's it's the <clears throat> recognition that people want, like, right? The acknowledgement from institutions, from the public that I contributed this. So it's more about being appearing in that thousand page PDF mm. than about the medal itself, like. Oh, I see, I see. And so, I mean, yeah, are you just. Are you saying that like just the fact that they recognize these hundred and ten thousand people make people feel like you're an outsider? Yeah, no, I mean that's that's okay, but people so those people who didn't get recognized are sort of scolding those people selling the medals. Yeah, but actually the scolding should not be on the people selling the medals. The scolding should be on the peop- the institution that omitted them from that list. Uh. But I think there's probably two, right? There are some people who do feel that this is disrespectful. Like, okay, uh, off yeah, the yeah. bat, do you think? they should be selling these kind of things? Uh, I mean, if it was me, I wouldn't, right? Mm. You know, but I can't say for, you can't speak for other people what's what their priorities are. But, yeah. Right? You know, some people really, they they feel like this is, a, if this, they don't feel any, like this is a waste of money and everything, then they want to sell, then they sell it. Is that prerogative? They yeah. earned it, right? Yeah. They've also earned the medal, so it's up to them what they want to do with it. Who are we to tell them what to do with it? Yeah. Which is precisely like, 
the 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 problem that we have, like, right? You know, mm. like uh, we're always telling telling healthcare workers how they should be feeling and, and doing things rather than addressing the concerns that they have, right? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I also I also feel the same way. Like I I don't I wouldn't do it either. But if people do it, yeah, like, it's their prerogative. Yeah. And I mean, maybe, but also at the same time, right? I don't think the the government could have done something that made everyone happy, right? Yeah, you can. The moment you identify certain people who did certain things, if you're not part of that and you feel wronged, like let's say there will be a list of like the top five podcasters in Singapore, mm. right? If like we're not on that list, I'll be pissed, lah. Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> right. right. Um, but if there's no list, and uh, they just say, "Oh, you know, thank you to all the podcasters in Singapore," I also feel like then it feels like there's it's not like it doesn't matter, lah. Yeah. Yeah, because I think it was great that there was some monetary uh benefit. I don't know. I don't know whether it was enough or not. Mm. Uh, I think the fact is, I think everybody can imagine healthcare workers in Singapore. They are stretched like crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, so the medals, I still think it was a good thing. But yeah, if the names are not included, and rightly so, I don't know whether there was an appeal process. Yeah, yeah. Saying that where people can just so, so some people were yeah. saying that they literally they actually got emails uh. that uh went to the spam inbox about them being on this list and being able to collect the medals and everything. Oh, is it? Yeah, so even the distribution side of things is uh, it's not uh, so easy also. Like, like, like everyone knows that they got it and then it's easy for them to access it and all that. That one was a bit weird that they had to go to the F1 uh, uh, event to collect it. La. I suppose it's, there's probably some massive public event going on there related to healthcare workers. And then they I guess distributed so. it there. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, what else could they, could they have done? MVP, like, yeah. No, I thought like bought out like Taylor Swift for one night and then like all the healthcare workers oh, get to come. Oh, wow, fuck, man. No, that man. would be like a, Then they'd be like, I'm not a Taylor Swift fan. <laughs> I'm a co- Like there'll always be people who yeah, yeah, yeah. are uh, um, not pleased, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, but correct. I think, I think, yeah, like people are pointing also like, okay, if, if healthcare workers are um, annoyed at something, what is, what is the bigger issue at its core? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they all sacrifice so much, mm. and on Reddit, of course, you see comments like, "Oh, then we why don't?" Well, well, I think some people are saying that, uh, you know, for the PMO to say you shouldn't sell this because it's disrespectful. Because I think that was your statement, right? Yeah. Then the comment was, like, "Oh, why don't you pay uh, our ministers in medals? Uh? <laughs> uh, you give them medals, uh? Why? Why they need to get so much? Oh uh, yeah. Because yeah. there is the monetary side of things, also, right? So it was just interesting, like. like if let's say some of them are selling it because they need money, yeah. then does that also imply that they're not getting paid enough as healthcare workers? Yeah. Oh, some people just like uh, to, like they don't like stuff and they just want to sell it. Yeah, exactly. And everything. Like. And so if I there's a say, demand for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, between this, getting a medal and getting the, you know, people clapping for you as a healthcare worker, which one do you think is you appreciate more? If you're a healthcare worker, lah. I think medal. The medal. Yeah. You'd rather get a medal than have like the whole Singapore coming to their balconies and clapping for your APM on a... On a I think medal. Are you? you, you? <laughs> we had this discussion already. Uh, like, I think with Janio uh, Puticherry when he yeah. was here also. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About... Uh, yeah. The, the, I mean, the clapping, I think, is more of an outlet for people to show their appreciation yeah. for things. Like, but this medal, I think it's, it's really for the institution, you know, MOH or what, to... To show their appreciation for 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 the healthcare workers mm. So I think there there needs to be both la. There needs to be both. But you have to pick. You have to pick. If I was a healthcare worker, yeah. of course the medal la, Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, it doesn't do shit for me that people. Unless clapping. the clapping, like they'll be like, okay, Harish. Ah, okay, okay. recognition. Yeah. Yeah, but it's so a it, generic clap. Yeah, it boils down again to being part I, of a list. Identified. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so correct, correct. actually, to me, it was like maybe rather than like you know, spend money on, on medals and all that. What could have been done is to some kind of uh, maybe an online memori- memorial or, or recognition list. Like, almost like how, like, you know, like YouTubers or content creators have a Patreon list, right? Mm-hmm. You, you know, that, that it can change over time, evolve over time, but there's like, let's say one page where everyone's name is there, you know, oh, these yeah, people yeah, have yeah. contributed and, yeah. and it's just there forever. And then, yeah, like, if there are people who actually did contribute but their names are not there, you can still add them to the list, right? You know? Mm. But but just having a list online that you know that you're part of and you can point people to to say, hey, no, I contributed and all that. They should have like an LED display 
on the street. Ah, yeah, the whole yeah. time is running. Yeah, you know? yeah, names, so you yeah. even know and it's just on loop. Yeah, 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 it will yeah. go through like everyone is like 10 seconds maybe. Mm. So 110,000 over the course of the year. It'd be so cool mm. if you know what time yours is. Yeah, then you go you and take, take a photo. picture. Yeah, yeah. As well, that's a great idea. That's a great oh, idea. That'd be fucking great, man. Yeah, yeah. And that, you can update it also. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't cost as, as much as like, you know, uh, printing out all these things. And all. Yeah. It's a great idea. Yeah. Hey, whoever's listening. Uh, and also, another thing, you know, with that medal, can you imagine if like, for one year, right, any queue in Singapore, <laughs> you show your medal, you have to go to the front. You can go to the front. You have to go to the front. Wow. Oh, I love it. That would be dope. Now, now, then people will sell it for that reason. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah, yeah. yeah. it's actually got a real <laughs> use people case will sell now. It. Yeah. Oh, like, uh, Universal Studios, just fucking go fast, to the fast. front. <laughs> <laughs> Queuing up for Chai Peng, fucking go yeah, to the yeah, front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wow. But, but you, uh, you, you, you do you think anyone will like wear these medals like outside? Like, I think also because bags. there's hundred and ten thousand of them. Yeah, like yeah. if you're an Olympic gold medalist, uh, you carry around like unfortunately this one like hundred and ten thousand. It's it, hopefully I think the goal is to be special to everyone, but in the context of everyone, it just is a lot like And I believe it's made of plastic, right? Oh, it's made of plastic. Uh? Apparently, yeah, yeah, it's plastic. Oh, then it's like single use yeah. plastic all then, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, like, this is not. <laughs> but but I mean, I I do remember how shocked I was when Soryong brought his medal with him, his huh? silver Sea Games medal with him, and then he plopped it on the table, and then the weight of it just <laughs> uh, it really like thumped on the table, and then when he let us touch it, like there was this heft and this yeah, history to it yeah, that yeah, I, I was like, oh my god, like you know, Sea Games, you know, and everything, yeah. Uh, maybe that's part of the reason why some people also not coveting the metal. Lah. The materials, if it's not, if it's really uh, plastic, then it's like, yeah, like, maybe it just doesn't feel as, as shock. Lah. I didn't know it's plastic. But then, you know the PMO statement saying metals should be handled with respect. I'm like, you, ca- you can't force people to to Correct. respect something, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess they can't not say anything. Lah. And they're not going to pass a law like, you know, Singapore uh, flag cannot, you know, cannot you know, hang out. They're going to pass a law about these metals. Lah. Can you imagine messaging the people on Carousel? Hi, <laughs> I'm uh, Lee Tian from uh, PMO office. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, please take down your posting, you know. Mm. Or maybe they have an official PMO carousel uh, to maybe, weed yeah, out, you yeah, know, like these kind of things. things. Or carousel, some might have to take it down, right? Oh, maybe, yeah. Carousel has been known to occasionally, uh, a lot of random, uh, undesirable things are sold on carousel that they have, they've had to step in and take down, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. I mean, one user who listed the medal for 1005 says he... I don't know whether it's true. Like, he said he has received multiple offers from buyers since <laughs> December 11. So over the course of two days. No? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the highest offer is currently 1300 Wow. Wow. Yeah. Who knows, yeah? I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, no. I don't know, man. But uh, yeah, you know, in, in, in this day and age, like even when like presidential candidates are opting not to print out uh, posters and all that, like just to reduce the amount of stuff that mm. people see and have, right? Yeah, like in some ways, maybe medals is, a, is also another thing. No? Yeah. Yeah. What is the, the new age medal? Because like? medals have been giving, being given out for a long time already, right? I think like what you said, like, the a selfie with your yeah. name how in the dope background. Yeah, would it be, man? Nowadays, like, you know how back in the day, like, we used to be cover autographs. Uh, mm. You go and well, get, like, yeah, 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 about yeah, to correct, sign correct. this poster. is like a big thing. Uh. Now it's just a selfie. If you can uh. take a selfie with a pop star, that's that's a... And then post it online. That's the big thing already, right? Yeah. So if you can take a selfie with your name being flashed across a large LED screen in public, I think that that would make a big difference to people. Yeah, and and it happens like once every say one and a half years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, because yeah. like hundred and ten thousand. Let's just do a bit of quick math. Let's say yeah. ten seconds each, right? Yeah. That's one point one million minutes. Yeah. No, one point one million seconds divided by sixty, divided by, uh. 60. Sh- sh- one divided by sixty, so that's number of minutes divided by, uh, sixty again. Mm-hmm. Uh, divided by. <laughs> you like calc- <laughs> you fucking calculating the, the. Apparently, I mean, I, to life. based on my calculation, oh shit, it, it will loop every thirteen days. Uh. Oh, every thirteen days. Okay lah, okay lah. Yeah. I think so. Then do it for like a month, lah, right? Basically. Yeah, and it's just every yeah. month. Then you know, oh yeah, on the second at 12.40am, yeah, yeah, my yeah. name will be there. Yeah, yeah. And then just, there can be a number next to your name so you know approximately when you should be there, lah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be dope, man. Maybe we should do build it. Lah. Just one LED screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Yeah. Cool, yeah. man. Cool. Cool. If you have any thoughts on that or the first topic, as always, subreddit. 
uh, Instagram, wherever you can reach us. Yeah. And now, on to our one short comment. Yes. What is your one short comment, man? Uh, my one short comment was something I saw on Reddit mm. by, I think, a commenter who has posted quite a bit. Uh, it is a kosher jellyfish. Yes. That posted a screenshot about finding a fellow Yalabad listener on Twitter. Mm. Or on X, like, I guess. So, there's a screenshot and basically, I think, the, they asked like, to someone, they responded to someone, you are a Yalabata, in all mm. caps. Then they responded, yeah, why? Then they responded, I also. And I responded, yeah, your twice weekly podcast with a touch of what, Terrence? Then they responded, good old humor. <laughs> what a great comment, man. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's awesome. Well, I was kind of surprised. Like, I didn't know that the uh, you know yeah like, there were yellow butters on on X, X eh? formerly known as Twitter on X. Yeah, uh, but yeah, if there's a lot, you know, it might be worth for us exploring being on uh, X. So that right? Yeah, yeah, solid. Yeah, so shout out to the both of them. Yeah, cool. Okay, uh, what about you, man? Um, I I think there's one pretty funny comment on YouTube, uh, where. Uh, also about the Soryong podcast, right? Mm. You know, um, where the caveman said, "Love this episode." However, the image of Muna Bagarib's face keeps popping up at the right side after each cut is kind of distracting. <laughs> so he's referring to our "She's a Terrorist" poster <laughs> for those who are not watching on YouTube. Uh, I think the framing is such that yeah, la, Muna's character's face yeah. in the poster appears on the edge, la, right? Of of the Harish's uh, every time we cut the Harish, yeah. So I don't know what you mean distracting, distracting. What sense, like, Right, you know. Can uh, you imagine if she charges us like appearance fees? <laughs> you know, she's like, okay, How guys, you have like two hundred plus episodes. Yeah, you know, yeah, my yeah. hourly rate is this and this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you know, not just his comment. I think uh, someone. Oh, I mean, the next book. I actually is the same person, lah. Muna is the silent special guest again. Yeah, is, Muna is yeah. the silent special guest. But yeah. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah. That, and what about your one shook thing, man? Uh, my one shook thing is, uh, you know, recently I talked about Game Awards. Yeah. So I, I saw that there was one indie game that was on Xbox Game Pass that apparently it won awards and, and all, but I never knew that it was that type of game. So I tried it out recently and it's actually a very cute game called Party Animals. And uh, it's basically a... I would say I would call it like a, almost like a beat them up kind of kind of game, where you choose to be a certain uh, animal, very cute animal, mm. and you basically go around uh, almost like a like slightly sedated and drunk, and you can go and beat up other animals, uh, oh, beat them up in like like various things, then try and do it's like a Smash Brothers kind of thing. You throw them into a hole, or or you know you use use hammers and all that to whack them each other. Mm. until you you are the only one standing. Uh. And it's very funny because the physics of it are like, imagine like trying to control a drunk animal walking around, like picking up picking up hammers and swinging them like a drunk person. Uh. Oh, so the mechanics are like, you are like almost like a drunk, drunk animal. animal. And then that's where, that's the, those are the physics that you have to deal with like in that world. Uh. And then you're going around trying to pick them up and throw them into holes and black holes and stuff like that. It? So it's very cute also because just the way the animals are, are designed and all. And the game is on which platform? I think it's on most major platforms. Oh, most major yeah, platforms. I think PC and all. Because it's actually ma- mainly a multiplayer game. So I, I, I joined a couple of multiplayer battles where you know, I took a gorilla and I was just beating up other, other people's oh, animals. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty funny. Yeah, party animals. Apparently won some awards and uh, yeah, pretty decent reviews and all. Oh, serious, yeah. huh? Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, my one shook thing was um, the news that, I mean, now it's no longer relevant really, but mm. uh, I just thought it was a nice thing. You know, like uh, there were $28 Coldplay tickets that went on sale for like one day on December 13th. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? And yeah? I was wondering, hey, why? Is it just some, I don't know, some person bought the tickets and tried it But it's actually a thing that Coldplay does. They call it the Coldplay Infinity Tickets. Oh. And they are released for every Coldplay show to give fans a chance to attend the Music of the Fierce World Tour at a super low price. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's one thing they do. And I think you have to buy through a specific link and all. Um, and they are randomly allocated in the venue. So you might have the back row or you might have like right up front. Wow. But it's just something they do, which I thought, hey, I mean, it's pretty cool. Of course, they ask for your email and also you can say, oh, they are just building up their emails uh, list. You know? But I just thought it's a nice thing. Yeah. And they do it for every concert, no? 
Wow. Now so, I know I know for a fact that they are quite uh they, they do try and keep a cap on what the, the price the minimum prices, price right, yeah. that you would pay for a Coldplay concert. Because they do want to make it <clears throat> as communal and, and event as possible, but still make money, lah, obviously. Yeah, exactly. So I just thought, yeah, that's, that's a nice touch. Especially off the back of like us talking about Taylor Swift and all, you know, before. Yeah, yeah. The fifty thousand dollar package. But that one admittedly is not from Taylor Swift's team. Correct. Uh right. Yeah. Uh it was MBS. But this one is like, hey shit. I was like, hey, that's damn cool, man. It's just a nice gesture. Mm. Fucking cool play. I'm damn excited. So yeah. do you? I mean you you, you have tickets. Right? I have so tickets, yeah. yeah, yeah. You also, right? No, I had access to tickets, but I remember I made an extraordinary decision not to attend. But oh, then now you got FOMO, lah. You got FOMO. Um, actually, it's okay. You got FOMO, just say, just say. No, no, no. I think as as an aside, the FOMO I have is that the opening acts are actually quite exciting to me, like huh. Singaporean, uh, performances like by Jasmine Soko and Riley and all. Mm. I'm quite excited to about that actually. Mm. I I mean I follow them and their music, and for them to open for Coldplay, I'm, I'm quite like, cool, like, cool, right? So it really feels like a much more Singaporean celebration in that sense, like, right? Mm. It's not just that oh big band comes to Singapore, but it's all tourists and all that. But it's like local acts being shown to mm. international uh visitors or so. I sell you my ticket for four thousand. It's okay. Yeah, I'll go for the twenty eight dollar <laughs> ticket. <laughs> Over already, thirteen December. Thirteen December finish. Then I'll go on carousel and find it. You yeah. know? I'll trade it for a COVID <laughs> resilience medal. Or yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, but cool. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, cool. Thanks, everybody. Uh, we've come to the end of the podcast. As always, if you enjoyed this, it'd be great if you could share it with one other person. Mm. Follow us on social media. Hit subscribe. And and if you want to work with us, email us at contact at ministryoffunny.com. That's right. Sweet. Thanks a lot, everyone.